How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Goldberg Show. I'm with Devin, and in this episode, we are going to be discussing one and one topic only, which we believe is a very serious issue going on in today, which is the southern border. So with that being said, uh, first off, Devin, how you doing, bud? Doing good. How you doing? Not bad. I think this topic we've been texting about, and we've only seen it really get worse and worse throughout time since the Biden administration has taken office. Yeah. And so... Before we even get into it, I'd like to specifically say that whenever the campaigning was going on for the presidential election, we saw candidates on the Democratic side saying that they would be oh they would be willing to have open borders. I'm pretty sure I could actually find a clip on that. Honestly, I, I could include in the episode. I just don't feel like going and doing all of it right now, but I could probably add it at the end. But no, I'll find a clip of Joe Biden. What are we saying? If I'm elected president, I'll have an open border. And so um, I just wanted to talk about that at first. I mean, so did you? are you surprised with the Democrat winning the amount of things that we see at the border? Are you surprised by the outcome of what we've been seeing? Absolutely not. I mean, like do I've you think it would before. get this bad? I, I, some people, honestly, I don't think understand how bad it really is. Well, to some people, I think it – Again, I'm going to firmly come out and say that this is not a racial issue. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when the left comes at the right because we're talking about this, they're saying that it's racist and it's all this because we don't want a bunch of illegal immigrants coming in when it's not a race issue. It's a national security issue. Right. And to call it anything else just makes someone seem like an idiot to argue that it is a racist issue. Right. And, and like, I've, like I've actually said before, Devin, is that so many people nowadays are using the term race, and I think that's a very misinformed thing to say because whenever you say something's racist that isn't actually racist, you're taking away the picture of things that actually are racist. Like, for instance, David Duke, he's a piece, I'll come out and say it, David Duke is a piece of shit. He is a racist. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump even said when Trump was in office, he did not endorse David Duke. But whenever people keep using these terms or the term racist for things that aren't racist, it takes, it takes out the reality of the meaning of it, and I think that's a dangerous thing to do. Yeah, it completely alters the connotation behind the word racist. It takes mm-hmm. it from something that actually has a true structure to it, that someone actually comes out with a hateful concept, to if we're calling everything racist, then you know, what's, you know, what is the other stuff? You know? What is the people actually come out? You, know, you talk about the KKK and the Black Panthers, which we, you know, we won't get too deep into that, but that's another segue. Um, right. But – it just completely changes the connotation of the word, and it doesn't make it as derogatory as that word should be. Right. So, all right, Devin, let's, uh, let's really start getting in gear with the border. So, Biden administration is elected in the office, and what was one of the first things we've seen? Do you remember what Biden did, one of his first actions? Well, it was he to gave, kill the job for the right, pipeline. Right, yeah. So, that, yeah. First was he stopped building the wall. Right after that, we started seeing – Immigration come up. When was Biden inaugurated? January? January 6th. Okay. So from the chart that you sent me, Devin sent me a chart from CBP.gov. Which is the Government Organizations Customs Border Patrol. So it wants to call it by itself. You can look it up yourself. So um, on the data from January to February, we saw about a jump of 30,000 people within a month. Within a month across the border. And that's when it started raising alarms. One thing, and what was the first thing Biden did as soon as that uh, alarm got set out? He gave it to Kamala Harris to take over. I mean, I think that was like within like two weeks of him taking office. And she didn't visit the border for damn near two, three months. I don't think she's still been there. 
I thought she had eventually been there. Maybe. Uh, actually, you're right. She has. She did go down to Texas. But, it, I mean, two weeks would have been too long. You know, right. if you're, you're going to come in on the basis that you're going to that you're going to fix all the things that Donald Trump supposedly messed up, that should have been top of the priority, you yeah. know, to go to the border and see if so bad the, the wall was built to, to go fix it. That should have been the priority. Right. So, Dev, I want to go back to this graph. And now here's where it really gets scary. February of 2021 to March of 2021, that number to me looks like it jumped 72,000 people within a month. Yep. It goes, so it goes from February to March. It goes from 78,000 roughly to 101,000, basically 102,000. It's 101,099. Um, that's in February. That's February. And then you go from February to March. Oh, no, sorry. That's from February to March. You go no, from no, that was March, from January to February. Yeah, my bad. And then you go from February to March, you go up 72,000. And then you had a little bit, a little bit up 5,000, and then 3,000, and then 9,000. And then the huge jump from 189,000 to 213. That's just, you know, that's just and that's each that. month. Yeah. So if we add all these numbers up, I mean, we're well over a million. One point five, one million five hundred and forty-one thousand six hundred and fifty-one year fiscal year today. And so, just so the viewers understand these numbers, Evan or Devin. So each month, people, this whoever keeps track of this data, it starts at zero on the first of the date, and then from there they count as many people that come in. So this is every month. When we're talking about 72,000 one month, 73,000 one month, 74,000 one month, 173,000 one month. Those are separate numbers. Those aren't continuous numbers that they keep counting. I mean, those are resets every month. And that number is just from the U.S. Border Patrol. There's a separate right. column for the Office of Field Operations, which the numbers are, are low there. But that's those are people that came into the office and said, listen, I overstayed my my visa mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that number is a bad number. We won't dig too deep into that. We're just talking about 1.5 million people, almost almost closer to, you know, really, really closer to 1.6. That's literally million. within, I mean, that's. We're talking from October of 20 to today. You know, but I, I mean, from this graph, a lot of these numbers, I'm doing the math. I'm trying to do the math in my head, Devin, so. The, uh, during October, November, December, January of last year, people, it was only on average of in between 70,000, 80,000 a month. When, I mean, when Trump was still in office. When Trump was still coming in office, when the wall was still in process being built. But then after Biden took office, every number on this graph, besides January, which is still the highest whenever Trump was in office, just to make clear, every number has been well over 100,000. And actually, it's mainly been over 150,000, and now we're starting to see it being the 200,000. Yeah, we're range. seeing we, – in July, we saw 213 that month. And then in August, we saw a dip of about 4,000 from 213 to 208. So really, this total number, the 1.5 million, if we take out Donald Trump's um, months in office, this number would really still be like only – Oh, it would be over a million. Oh, it would be 1.5 million. One or something. One, yeah, you're, yeah. You're talking four months of seventy thousand. You know, that's two hundred and eighty thousand roughly. We'll round up to two ninety because there is seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, and seventy eight. So we'll say twenty. You know, twenty nine thousand. Right. So right. the number's still over a million. What's to say roughly, is, or two hundred nine thousand? What's to say roughly? What? So really, after what you We're just still said, over one point two five million. Just since the Biden. January. Yeah, since January. And that is a lot of people. Yep. That is a lot of people. Well, if you want to make if you want to make the assumption, you know, we'll say that 
it's September now. Okay. Okay. So this time last year we had seventy one thousand coming in, you know, a month. Well, then we're next, you know, in what three days? It's going to be October, October, and we're still at two hundred eight. It's almost tripled. <laughs> That's a scary thing to say. If, if we follow this statistic, you know, by graph analysis, if right. you keep following, you know, the way that the pattern's continuing, we're going to be at two hundred and ten thousand, which is roughly, if not exactly triple of what we saw last October when Trump was, you know, the Trump administration was in power. Right. Okay. So there's another thing on this graph, Devin. It's at the top. So if you guys are on the website, it's the first graph you'll see. It'll say FY Southwest land border encounters by month. Now we, everyone knows whenever POTUS 45 was in office, he promoted ICE. He um, gave money to ICE and people that don't know what ICE is, it's. um, Immigration customs enforcement. Yes. And so during, we see 2018 and 2019, we see well over, I mean, almost close to a million encounters in 2019. And then 2018, we see about half a million. But that was, I think, something that Biden also threw off the table whenever he came into office. He was almost kind of like defunding ICE, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. And now we see that number drop and. The reason I want to get in with ICE now, Devin, is because I think it's important for people to understand, like, ICE goes after certain individuals. Like, they go after the cartel that try to come over the border. They go after, like, I want people to realize they're not, everyone that comes over the border isn't friendly. Not all those people are almost oh, innocent. Oh, mass amount of people that come over the border are not friendly by our standards. And their standards, they're friendly. They're trying to come over here and start a life, but they're doing it illegally, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, you talk about, you just talked about the cartel. There's literally videos of the cartel throwing kids into the river to distract the border patrol agents so they can smuggle drugs into the country. The cartel doesn't give, you know, a single care about anything but making the money. You know, these people are paying thousands of dollars to to pay the cartel to make the trek to the Rio Grande in, outside of Texas. And they don't care. They just want their money. They don't care about the people. They care about getting the drugs in and making the money. Right. And so... Um... It's not even about the cartel, but I mean, I guarantee there's child sex trafficking that goes on at the border. Like Absolutely. 100%, I think so. And it goes both ways. People from America going there, people from Mexico coming here. And it's not just Mexico. It's Nicaragua, Honduras, Ecuador. You know, you see all these other countries. You know, we talk about these, you know, the Haitian migrants that were under 25,000 under a bridge in Texas. You How know? many? How much? 25,000. I did see that picture, and that picture was alarming. 25,000. And what I would like to know is, and I'll do some more research into it, if that accounts towards this monthly statistic for uh, border crossings. Um, I would assume it didn't because that would eject that number up extremely a lot, or you know, extremely larger than we saw. But well, the thing that is crazy to me is even like you see in D.C. around the um, Capitol. I mean, we see a border of fences around all those people, all the congressmen and everything, but. There, you don't see nothing going on down to the actual problem, like at the southern border. Like, why aren't we protecting our border where it actually matters rather than the people? Like, why is it that people in Congress are so worried that people are going to come after them? Like, there has to be something behind this. Well, like we've talked about before, you know, they it's wrong and it's racist to have a, a wall at the southern border because you're not allowing people to come into the country like they should be able to. The, you know, the Democrats think that they should be able to come here. For free and and, and, right. and not have you know the same uh, liability that the other people who came here legally you know 
my ancestors came over here through Ellis Island and all that, and they right. had to to wait their turn. You know, what is your nationality again? Uh, my both my parents' side, my mom's side is Irish, and my dad's side is Welsh. I believe I am not super sure of it, but uh, I know my my dad's side is Welsh. Um, but anyways, um, you know, they they come here, and you know, back then, you know, when you immigrated, you had to wait your turn. You know, you didn't just just get to come here. Right. You just didn't just cross the border. You had to wait your turn and. And wait for the boat to come to get you and bring you over here. And that's the problem that I have with it is, is that there's people in Mexico that are still trying to do this legally. Right. And their, their ability to do it is getting skewed by the people who are doing it legally because we have to focus our efforts on the illegals compared to helping the people who are trying to do it legally. Right. And so another thing that I want to get into is now, Devin, is we keep seeing by the press secretary, Jen Psaki, She's iterated literally so many times. She says that they keep sending these people back. But then we find out by Ron DeSantis that there's literally busloads of people coming in just being dropped off in, in the state of Florida. I mean, I guarantee it's going on in other states as well. But then the Biden administration is telling us that they're flying people back and they're getting put, sent back. And so why to me, I mean, why would these other governors come out saying that no? Why, like, why would governors come out saying we've been getting – busloads of people coming in being distributed throughout our state and then the people in charge are saying the complete opposite doesn't that seem fishy absolutely and you know the the biden administration coming out and saying that we're sending them back and we're doing all we can to me is equivalency of you know you have your cookie jar on the counter and you know you open it you take a cookie your parents are like bad no you can't have that and they're leaving the cookie jar in the lid in the same spot you know right. you're not really there's no real punch with there you know, they're acknowledging right. that there's an issue, but they're not fixing the problem. They're not adjusting the circumstances to fix that. And I think another thing that bothers me is, I mean, we start seeing it even more now out of the media. For once, I think some of the media is starting to finally grow a fucking backbone. Oh, yeah. Now, is now starting to actually question this administration. For once, they're, for once, again, that's me being very white. Some of them, not all of them, because a lot of them are still fake. But, um... We're now starting to see some of them actually ask legitimate questions. And one of the questions the other day, they asked President Biden, they go, sir, what's your plan at the border? And he literally goes, we'll, we'll figure one out. Like, that is not an answer that American citizens want to hear. Like, Absolutely not. Especially not from the president. Who's no. Already- I mean, if you live down in Rio Grande, we've seen those pictures. Like, if you are a citizen of Texas down at the southern border and you see this craziness go on and you hear the leader in charge saying, we'll figure it out. How does that seem promising? How does that sound like they have a plan to do something? How does anything he says sound promising? No, no you know, I but know that. I saw a video actually, you know, it, here in Missouri, it's already deer season. And mm-hmm. and in Texas, it's deer season as well. Well, they have, they're finding out that these migrants are going on these ranches and they're setting homestead in these guys' deer blinds and deer stands. Really? You know, there was one guy that found a whole, you know, whole family, you know, in the above ground, you know, four person on stilts, deer blind. Or sorry, deer stand, and there was four, a whole Mexican family living in it, wow. and that's a huge issue. Yeah, because in Texas, you know they're they're super red, and you know they they kind of tend to probably shoot first and ask questions second. Yeah, um, I just think the whole around situation is bad, and then it comes back to COVID. I mean, we keep hearing from the Democrats, oh, we need to worry about the science, and they want to have lockdowns and everything, but if, when it comes to the border, they don't want to have a lockdown, and that's just another double standard to me. It doesn't make really much sense because if you're trying to keep americans people that live here if you're trying to keep them isolated from everybody but yet you have 
wide open borders, not knowing what the hell these people are bringing with them, just to say, like a lot of these people down the border, I'm sure, are COVID positive, and they're Ooh. just welcoming them in. I mean, remember when the picture surfaced, Evan? Yep. And like, I something that Democrats love to say is Donald Trump put kids in cages, and then later on we figured out those pictures of the kids in cages as true. He came from the Obama administration. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite back turn on on Trump was that. You know, when you actually look at the post stamps of some of those um, of those pictures. Right. And uh, but like I, we talked about it before and, you know, but Jen Psaki was asked by a reporter. So we're going to mandate vaccinations for American people. We're not going to vaccinate uh, or mandatory vaccinations for immigrants. She said, that's yeah. correct. Next question. Yes. I As agree. if she yes. could get any stupider or avoid a question anymore or give them the most strong answer she could ever give. That tops the list. You can't get more stupid. You can't get more ignorant. And you cannot avoid a mm-hmm. crucial question as well, or not as well, I should say, as poorly as she did. And the Democrats, she probably did really well at deflecting the question. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it outraged me. I don't, I did, it just makes craziness to me. Like hearing some of the things that they've said, if this were the other way, and the other, like, let's just say if it was the Trump administration, every media out would be like, oh, why are they saying this? They're like, it would be insane. Like, People aren't asking the question. Like people aren't raising this as alarming as like it's not like people like me and you. Like this should grab attention of many others. I think. Like I said earlier on in the episode, this is not this is not a race issue. Mm-mm. This is a national security issue. I mean, know. so let's just say this right now, yeah. Devin. So, I, I guarantee you it's not just people from Mexico, people from Haiti that are saying, "Oh yeah, America is going to be a place we can get in free." Well, let's just remember who just took over Afghanistan, Taliban. I guarantee they're just kind of over there sitting in their caves, fucking taking notes. Eighth century barbarians. Yes. But those people over there, I mean, anyone that wants to do something, like wants to plot something on America, could do something if they wanted to, just by the look of these numbers. I mean, literally, I mean, we have so many people coming in and they see, and it's pretty easy to look up the stats. I mean, we just did it from my apartment. In five minutes. Literally. You know, before we started this, I said, let's look up some some good statistics. And the first thing that came up was U.S. Border Patrol and field operations. But it's just alarming to me is the other countries. Like, for instance, the Taliban, if they wanted to plot another terrorist attack on America, now would be a good time for them to come in and do it. I mean, they I mean, it's an open, it's open season for them. Yeah. I mean, I literally saw a video the other day. Of reporter was, you know, you see these reporters, uh, Charlie Kirk did it really well, if you ever watched that episode, where he, he patrolled actually with the U.S. Border Patrol agents. And it was last Thursday or Friday, I believe, I was watching an episode of it. And they're literally talking about how bad, you know, that there's whole sections of wall that were taken down to build this new wall. And they're just open now. And as they're talking about it, there's like 18 people that run through this open part of the wall. And the U.S. Border Patrol agents like, there's nothing I can do about it. You know, I won't catch him. You know what the saddest part of this all is, Devin? Is that if Joe Biden didn't stop the building of the wall, it would have been done in like a month. Mm -hmm. Only a month it would have taken to finish out the wall. I'd like to know where the money that was budgeted for it went to. Oh, well, Trump said Mexico was going to pay for it. But even when my taxes were going to build the wall during 2016 to 2020, I supported that. 100%. I mean... Like again, better, like better my money go to that than people sitting on their ass doing nothing. And I'd rather my money go to that than the fucking Taliban. Well, like we started on the other episode, you know, we gave away what was it over a billion dollars in equipment to the Taliban by leaving it there. 
Oh, it was a ridiculous number. It was, yeah. It was, I mean, that, it was, that's it was a, like 84 million, yeah. so pretty close. That was a lot of money. But uh, back to the border, I mean, I, I just want to jump off, like, I had this argumentation with someone, and I would always say, that's if you are so worried about COVID, why aren't you concerned about this crisis going on at the border? And I said, well, I don't think it's that really serious. I don't, I think that some, they're basically saying that they think that channels like Fox are just making it seem worse than it actually is. Like, it's not that serious. It's just overblown. But I don't think, like, some people actually think that way in our country, Devin. That's sad. Like, I'm not going to say who said this to me, who I had this conversation with. But, like, I literally, they, they said to me, and I said, you're believing stuff that doesn't make sense because that's, un-. and I was like, what do you mean? Like, you should look at some of these statistics, like this right here. And they're like, no, I, I believe more from, like, MSNBC. I believe those reporters. And right there, I just knew. I was like, wow, they're lost in the sauce, man. So people are, are both scared of the truth and afraid of knowing the truth. Right. You and know, I'm going to say it now, like, look, just look at my web browser. What does that say? DuckDuckGo? Yep. So One of the best browsers to use. Yes. So Google censors, YouTube censors, Which is on Facebook Google. censors. So you have all these major platforms that a majority of society uses, and they are centering certain things from getting out. That is almost like it's manipulating and propagating or prop like basically propagating like agendas they only want them to know. It's like fascism, isn't it? It sounds like it, yeah. Like it, that sounds fascism. like propaganda to me. And um, whenever I was having this conversation with this person, they told me that they would always said to me, Devin, they said, why don't you go on YouTube and try to learn something? I was like, I don't have a problem with YouTube, but I do have a problem with YouTube over certain things because I censor some things. Like one of those things, for instance, they censored Donald Trump's January 6th speech. And something that's interesting about Donald Trump's interesting about that speech in particular is when all the insurrection baloney crap came out, they tried saying that Donald Trump incited it, that he said to go there and riot. And then on YouTube, if you try to look it up, some they made like a clip where they edited out what he said. But they left up the full clip. They left up the clip, but they edited out like I think it was like thirty seconds of it, and very like very far side of uh, servers like Dan Bongino, Charlie Kirk. They like went out and found the full clip, and they were the ones like how I was getting my information for at the time, saying don't listen to the one on YouTube, listen to the one on Rumble. What's the thirty seconds they edited it out? They edited it out. Yeah, no, he was like saying he's like. Let's go to the Capitol peacefully and make our voices heard. He was, but like he was literally just saying, like, let our voices be heard peacefully. Don't be like, don't, don't be. It was just, it was nothing as if it was nothing. He wasn't saying anything like CNN was saying by saying to go there violently. He, I mean, he never did. I used to have the transcript of exactly yeah. word for word. I watched it live. I was working. Um, at my previous job. Oh, here's what he said word for word. He said peacefully and patriotically. Oh, absolutely. He I said march there peacefully and patriotically. That was like what the main just of what he said throughout the 30 seconds. And on YouTube, they censored that part out of the clip. And it just goes to show like there's some people that don't see or don't understand that we have these major platforms that are censoring. Some people, like I said, some people know it and they're okay with it. Right, because it's censoring the stuff that they don't want to hear, anyways. Right, it do, they don't censor the left wing ideologies; they only censor the right wing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you how many things on Facebook I've had flagged in the last two weeks. Oh yeah, um, since we made our last podcast episode, that I've 
saved and I've went to like look them to add them to my notes and they've been flagged for removal because of you know false information about COVID when it had nothing to do with COVID. Mm-hmm. Everything that gets flagged has to do with COVID. I know. Even, even if it 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 is you know bare structure, the picture, the, the article has nothing to do with COVID. They they're the vice of COVID, they're canceling all this information because it's um, sharing misinformation and falsified COVID information. It's all BS. You know, and I would like to tell you that I'm surprised that they do this, but I'm not surprised because it's been happening for even longer than we know. Right. You know, Patriot Act type stuff. So, like, I want to – so since we're talking about the media, Devin, let's just go back to even last week. Remember how the media tried saying that the um, Border Patrol is whipping Haitians or whipping immigrants coming across the border? And then we later see uh, – there was a picture, actually, of the immigrant, and it looked like he was smiling. And all the Border Patrol agent did looked like he was grabbing them. Don't they use those whips for the horses, actually? It wasn't actually a whip. It was a split ring. A split that's, how, that's how you control the horse. Oh. A, it was, had nothing to do with it. So I'd like for someone to actually who rides horses to email us um, so we can talk about the next episode. I've, I'm not privy to it. I've just done a little bit of research on it. It's a split ring. It's how you steer your horse. Yeah. And it was nothing. It's tied down to the horse. And it just the way that it was floating in the picture, the way the horse was turned, made it look like a whip. But anyone in their right mind can see when you see both of the Border Patrol's hands in the picture, he doesn't have a third arm. He's not whipping someone with a third arm. Right. I don't understand how people believe, or like people literally believe MSNBC, ABC, CNN, like CNN, all three of those outlets all said the same thing about that picture. They're like, oh, he was whipping someone. And now we see Biden in the administration. And what are we saying that they're going to take away the horses from Border Patrol? Like, what is he thinking? So here's a great question. We're going to talk about the southern border. This is a great question for you, Alec. What what treatment should we be giving these people that are coming over illegally? Is it all that unfair to expect us to not be whipping them if they're going to come over on our side of the fence? What what extreme, I don't want to say extreme, what amount of force should we be allowing to our Border Patrol to use against these illegal immigrants? I mean, if it, people are going to come at me for what I'm about to say. But with the amount of people coming in, with the rate that's coming in, and especially if people want to throw in the idea that there's a pandemic going on, I think you need to be forceful to get the idea out to other people into the world saying, hey, don't try to cross our boundaries or else we're going to be physical about it and we're being serious. I think, yeah, you need to send a message if you're trying to act upon something serious and trying to, if you're trying to make a statement, you know, like, again, like, if, if you, like, there's a pandemic going on that people are so worried about, the whole world's worried about. But if you're fine of letting other people in, I just don't understand how you could want the two to both work out, if that makes sense. I think my aspect on this is, is you talked about it really well, actually. We're worried about not spreading COVID, but we're 1.5 million since last October. Mm-hmm. That's 1.5 million people that we're all but assured aren't vaccinated, aren't tested. We don't, don't have the same. Yeah, I mean, but we can safely assume that they don't do the lockdowns like we did. They, you know, right. they weren't social distancing they weren't wearing masks they aren't vaccinated you know and and the cleanliness of mexico and the cleanliness of america are obviously and sadly two different hygiene wise they're they're drinking water and stuff like that but also you know the the amount of force that we should give these legal immigrants is a great question because people think that we should give them the same treatment that we'd give american citizens when absolutely 100 not at me in the email at me on twitter whatever you want they do not get the same treatment that American citizens get. No. 100%. If I'm not condoning the whipping, 
But if that's what the, if that's what the no Border Patrol has to do to control the situation, right? Then that's not my prerogative to to include. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't know. It's just got so out of hand. Like there has to be something you. That it, like I said, like I said earlier in the episode, like if there's other people in the world are watching, and it's only giving them ideas of how to plan something. And if I were, if I had to say, if I was somewhere in charge, first I'd finish the wall. Obviously, I'd finish the wall. I'd get that right away. I think that's what we're going to see in 2024. Is going to be if when Trump reruns. I don't even think, I think we're going to wait that long though. Thing. Like it has to be sooner than it's that. It's not going to happen. Biden's the Democrats are not going to let it happen. They're counting yeah. on these immigrants for votes. Right. Oh, they absolutely. need these votes for 2024. They're trying to make it a one-party system. Yeah. Well, not just that. They're trying to, like I've said before, and there's statistics all out, you know, all out there about this. We talked about it on a, a different side, but uh, mm-hmm. you see those people, those little ones that come to California, and they get free driver's licenses, welfare, food stamps for education, you know, all this stuff. They're gonna vote for the party that gave them that right. stuff. Right. You know, and there's there's. If you argue that, you're just a moron. You know, there's, there's I no. I don't argue. know how people can even like. I know there are stupid people out there, Devin. Obviously, Obvi- I drive on public roadways. I know there's stupid people. <laughs> but like, I don't get how some people can actually, phys- like, physically think that it's okay for that to be allowable. Because if you're saying that's okay for people from just from Mexico, then you're saying that's okay for people from the Middle East to come over here and just. Do whatever they want to do, blow up bombs in schools. I mean, that's literally what you're kind of saying. I mean, I we're complete. That. We've completely opened ourselves up to that. Right. That's a that's a very distinct wrong possibility. If we're not going to monitor the southern border, we don't know who's coming in, and the Biden administration, frankly, doesn't care. No, they don't. Because, know. like I've said before, everything that that the Trumps, everything that Trump said was was racist. Right. You know, because they're not they're not Caucasian white, so it's racist automatically. Yeah, and it's it's another thing that's just wild about that is they say it's racist to have a closed border, but then again, like like we keep saying, I mean, it's just if you're allowing the border to be open handed the way it has been, it just gives more and more ideas to people, and that's what I'm afraid of. And I actually saw a video the other day, okay, Devin, and this guy went around. I think it was New York, not the best place to ask people questions, <laughs> but um, he asked people. He said, "Are you more afraid of Donald Trump or the Taliban?" And I'm not kidding you, like almost every single person, I think there was like two people in the video that said the Taliban. Every person said Donald Trump. They're more afraid of Donald Trump than the Taliban. And so once they said, oh, Donald Trump, they're, the guy was like, why? And most of these people would say, oh, Trump supporters. We're afraid Trump supporters are just going to come around killing us. Like they're just going to come down the streets killing us. And the guy said, the guy interviewing people would say, oh, um, well, what's your – What's your uh, opinion on how the Taliban's been treating women compared to how well women have it in America? And they're like, well, well, we don't really know what's going on with the women in Afghanistan. Because they don't talk about it. Nope. And the guy was like telling them, he's like, oh, yeah, they kind of just go up to women, throw uh, acid on them. They uh, cut off their hands, cut off their feet. They beat them in the street. And they're like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty brutal. I'd have to do my research. But, yeah, I still think Trump supporters and Donald Trump are more are a bigger threat. Like, literally, like, how can you, like, oh, my God, man, this is, and the sad part is it's people our age, and it's sad. It is very sad. People our age were taught by people that are obviously older than us, you know, and it's just the ideology. People are more scared of Trump because the things that Trump said, not only did he actually do, but they actually make too much sense for some of these people. Right. So people cannot 
wrap their head around the concept that if you're going to say something, you have to actually follow through on it. And, and, you know, you look at the Taliban, the Taliban, if we would have saw Trump win in 2020, we would see absolutely zero of what we're seeing now. We would not have no. seen Afghanistan being left. We would not be seeing triple, triple the amount of people coming into Mexico. I'm going to keep saying that. Or coming, sorry, coming into America from Mexico and from wherever. This, all of this, every negative that we see right now is 115% on Biden. And you, you can blame Trump era policies for all of this, but everything, Biden's whole thing was he was going to cancel everything Trump did. So at this point, you can't blame any of this on Trump. You cannot blame any of the COVID numbers, anything that happened in Afghanistan, right. anything at the border, because that's exactly what he did. He canceled everything that Trump did. That's a good thing that you brought up too, Devin, was the COVID numbers. That's something I want to talk about. I forget the graph. I've seen a graph on it. What do we talk about COVID and um, when Trump left office, it was high, but then it showed September and it was super high. And guess where a majority of those not where like heat zone was? California, Arizona, Texas. Yeah, right at the it was literally a line of the border. Yeah, and like again, if you would think if you're so worried about a pandemic, the first thing you would do was shut the freaking borders down to the country. Like you, that was that just makes sense to me. Again, makes too much sense. Yeah. Right. There has to be all these steps that are little tiny steps to get to a big picture. Instead of just making one big step, we have to deal with the bureaucracy of making a bunch of little, you know, false steps to get to an end game. All right. Oh. Well, excuse me. I'm tired. Uh, I don't know if you remember, though. So in 2015, whenever Donald was in the Republican campaign for mm-hmm. president, one of the things that he said, I'm going to, I really have to look up this because I actually do want to include it in an episode. I'll bring it up next episode. But he said um, in this clip, he's like, I'm going to build, it was basically when he started talking about when he wants to build a wall. And he started saying why he wants to build a wall because of human sex trafficking coming across um, crime, drugs. Like he knew things that the average American didn't know. Well, I mean, the average American knew it. They just didn't know what they wanted to do about it. Well, so some people would call me a conspiracy, conspiracy theorist for this. But I truly think the deep state, like, mm-hmm. they they want all this because obviously they have power, but they're part of this human sex trafficking ring. And That's always that been the Yes, yes, exactly. And I think Trump knows a lot about the human sex trafficking ring. And once he said that he was going to build a wall to stop it, those elitists and those deep state members thought – Oh, he's the bad guy because guess what? Now we're gonna stop making our money. We're not gonna make not make our money or have power. You know, it's funny how when they did this whole Epstein thing. Yeah, I mean, yes, they do have they did have Trump on the fight on the flight log, but every girl they talked to there that, that came off Epstein Island did not know him. But they knew Tom Hanks. You know, obviously they knew Jeffrey Epstein. A bunch of names they knew, but none of the girls said anything about Donald Trump. But then they still threw him into that that conclusion that these are these crazy you know perverts you know pedophiles whatever right and that's what you talked about earlier is the human sex trafficking that's coming from mexico into mexico if we can't regulate people coming in i guarantee we don't regulate anywhere near as well going out yes well yeah for sure i mean guns drugs let's look at the let's look at the opioid crisis the opioid crisis is pretty serious i mean that's a huge crisis especially now with covid too Devin. i mean We've seen more teens overdose on opioids since COVID because, as we know, lockdowns are not good for 
the public health. I mean, keeping being isolated in a lockdown is not mentally good for your health. We, we saw suicides that. go up as well. We saw opiate deaths. Opiate we saw suicide. suicides go up. I mean, you could just keep naming them. And where do you think these drugs are coming from? I'm sorry, but they come from South America, Mexico. Like this is where the supply of supply of demand is coming from. And you see the fentanyl. Fentanyl is yes. coming majorly from Mexico, and that's what's killing people. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the actual dose of how small it takes for fentanyl to kill you is so small. I don't remember the exact milligram amount, but it is such a small amount of milligram of fentanyl to kill you. Oh yeah, it's like and they're sending powerful more than heroin. You know, they're sending the whole bales of this shit. You know, I mean, they're, you know, I, I, I don't get how people argue it, but you know, like I said before, they're literally throwing kids into the river to get the drugs across. Yeah, that that's a humanitarian issue. That's not even a drug issue. Right. In my mind, those kids being thrown into the river for for death, you know, that's I'm more about that than I'm about the drugs, honestly. Right, and you know, as some people would say to us, that and say, oh, well, some border. Per- Patrol agents probably uh, have probably probably do something underneath the table with the cartels. You know what? I, I guarantee you there's probably has been a couple of people that work in British border patrol that seen a thing or two that just let it gone by. I'm not saying that they're wrong about that, but I do think a majority of the border patrol agents took an oath and take they want they take their job seriously. And the amount of things that we've seen within for like six months, they need help. Like. It is that bad? Like, why hasn't the National Guard been deployed yet? Like, the governors. Governors have the ability to deploy National Guard. Um, Governor Abbott, Governor of Texas. I don't know why he hasn't done anything yet. I mean, honestly, like, you would think with the situation that's going on, you would call the National Guard in something like this. That is something I like Governor Abbott. But that's something I haven't seen eye to eye with him on, is why he hasn't taken his own action into something that he sees the problem. You know, you know, you talked about the Border Patrol and, and having their oath to do that. I think that people don't understand that the Border Patrol agents are so serious about their jobs because it's their communities that are at risk. Mm-hmm. Their communities are the front line of all this drug trafficking and human trafficking and all right. that. That's why it's so it's so vital to them that this gets fixed. And then when the president just says, well, we'll figure it out, you know, that's that's completely completely just the wrong way to go about it you know the, we're talking about these border patrol agents they have kids in schools you know their wives are are working you know their mom and their dads and their whole families are in these communities and the president's more worried about COVID than he has defending the american people from i'm gonna go ahead and say foreign invaders you know because the i didn't no one walk them in there none neither one of us walking in here right. you know and to that that's a foreign invasion but they won't call it that and um, just to wrap things up and everything, Devin, it's just, it's hard to even, I don't even know how to bring it up to people anymore because it's hard to even have a conversation with a logical person now these days. But I just hope that people recognize and realize that having an open border, you get more crime, um, more, just everything all around it's bad if you have an open border and open policy like everything just turns out bad there's not one good upside to it and if you're trying to convince me otherwise you're gonna have to bring a whole book list of things absolutely because it, like you said at the beginning of the episode there are so many people that came to this country legally and it is such a stab in their back 
Like some you said some people waited years, years to become citizens. And thousands of dollars. Yes. Thousands of dollars. That is a complete stab in the freaking back to what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris has allowed a majority of these immigrants coming in now. And this actually before we wrap it up, Devin, there has been pictures. You remember it was a couple months ago, the facilities of people from the southern border. They're like in they're also in cages. They're in COVID. And yeah. people tried going and getting the media or some people from the media tried going there and they like blocked it out. They were trying not to allow the reporters in there like mm-hmm. whatsoever. Why? Like why is that? I just don't understand. It, it goes back to why are they hiding things from the public? I think if you talk about why didn't let the media in, because as we know, even if you aren't a right wing ideology like we are, you know that the media is gonna exaggerate everything and they're gonna bleed every bit of of ideology of you know of the wrongness of the situation to exaggerate it to the max extent to make their agenda come across you know when you send press reporters in there and you send you know the news channels and all that they're not going to take the angles that show you that it might not be unreasonable they're going to take the pictures of 50 people in a 10 by 10 cage they're not going to take you know the pictures and videos of the the parts that aren't actually that bad they're going to take the worst parts they're going to throw it on a picture or on a, a news you know, report or whatever not, and they're going to make it seem worse than it actually is. And I think that's why they didn't allow them in there. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy to me. And I hope that – I hope the border crisis gets taken care of way before 2024 because it is such a problem now, and it didn't take long to be a, such a big problem. And, again, like I said, I'm very worried about another terrorist attack coming to America because of the open border policy that the Biden administration has been allowing. And that is my last two cents on this episode and this topic. Devin, do you have anything else to say? Nope. All righty. Well, with that being said, guys, me and Devin will be back, and we hope you guys have a good week.